What's up, Superhero Show fans? We're talking Young Justice Phantoms, Season 4. Here we go. Brian, do you like my epic receding hairline? Of course I do. Okay, that's. I just wanted to make sure you were on the same page there. You know, I got my salad, and I'm a hockey player, and it's awesome. And who cares about viewers? We're just going to do inside jokes. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, boy. But we're going to talk about Young Justice Phantoms, Episode 6. Did you like it better than episode five? Oh, good question. Um, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily better, but uh, it was just as good. I think I, I would say at least pretty on par. Okay. Um, they still haven't answered who is the mole. Is it uh, Vandal Savage's daughter, or is it this um, Onyx girl? Onyx. Uh, yeah, it's still very unclear. Uh, I mean, I think most of the episode is about trying to determine that. Um, as we saw in the last one, um, Tigress calls in uh, Cheshire just to, to kind of interrogate them. And, uh, you know, stuff goes wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we get a lot of random characters. And it's kind of cool because um, I didn't know who any of these characters were. Were you familiar with, like, Rictus or um, Black Spider? Black Spider we've seen before. Um, I, yeah. I, in in this show, um, Rictus was new to me, but Rictus is a fairly new comic character as well, and it was a a male in the comics. Um, and, and the other, there's another county appearance too with the um, the, the the telepath that uh, they, they try to have analyzed the two, uh, Cassandra and Onyx. Uh, that's Looker from the Outsiders, who was made an appearance in the previous season uh, before she was costumed. Yeah. And there's like so many deep cuts because I didn't even know who that was. It's it's clear that like the comic version of her must have been like sort of like a wannabe Jean Grey, right? Yeah, if you look at it, I can kind of get that vibe a little bit, maybe. Um, very unique costume too. <laughs> yeah, like, like what was that? Had an entire exposed leg or something like that. It's really <laughs> weird. Yeah, well, I didn't know what was going on there. I didn't know who she was at all, and I I feel like I know a lot of DC characters. But she had that eye on her chest. And I thought it was some sort of like Egyptian thing. Like it was like one of the pharaohs. But it's just an eye because her name's Looker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know what's funny about that Black Spider? He's a Batman character. But Greg Weissman, one of the creators of the show, he wrote uh, for Spectacular Spider-Man, the cartoon. And so he basically made this Black Spider character be like Spider-Man. Yeah, you can tell it's it's. Um, I mean, there have been a, a one or two other evil versions of Spider-Man around. Um, like there was the the Spider from Exiles, I believe, as well. Um, and that was that's Marvel though. Um, but yeah, like this 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 character is very quippy, but it's a little little darker, a little more juvenile, I guess. Yeah, did he did he like jump around and say like, "Look at my balls" or something, yeah, right? Like, like, balls or something. Yeah. 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 That's that's great. And um, the guy that played him is Josh Keaton, who was the voice of Spider-Man in that spectacular Spider-Man cartoon. Yes, that's right. I should have I should have realized that that um that the I saw the name Josh Keaton and I didn't put it together that he was in Spider-Man. But yes, you're right. Yeah, it's just the show. It, it's so much fun because there's all these Easter eggs put in there, all these little treats for the fans of either just the animated shows, the DC universe. And it just works like they, they serve a purpose. The this, this show doesn't like stop in its tracks just to throw an Easter egg in there. It's just like 
We need some henchmen. Okay, let's have this Spider-Man character, and he's voiced by the guy that did Spider-Man on this the show that Greg Weissman did. You know? Yeah. Or like, you know, do we need this henchman? Let's let's get this guy that's from like the New Fifty Two, and he's from Red Hood and the Outlaws, right? That that's Rictus, right? Uh, is that what the book he was from? I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, besides that, then you also have Jason Bard, who was um, Artemis's boyfriend. Yes, uh, he's and then a he, Batgirl supporting character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Gotham PD detective. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's from a, a, like a long time ago too, like decades ago, maybe even like the yeah. The name, the, the name sounds like sounded way more familiar to me than it actually was. I think, but I, I think you might be right. Well, I thought that. Um, Jason Bard was the guy that turns into the demon, but yeah, that's um, Jason Blood. Jason Blood. All right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I mean, you have all these characters, and there there wasn't like that much of, of a progression of the story. It was more like you know we're still kind of debating who's telling the truth. You did see more of a flashback with Artemis and with Cheshire and like their childhood. But it was really just kind of like elaborating on what they set up last episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was, it was a little more backstory on the two sisters. Um, there were a few little scenes of um, Beast Boy uh, kind of dealing with the fallout of, of the Mars arc, um, which I, th I thought was very, uh, it was interesting to see that spliced in there because there were all the very quick little cuts. It's one scene, very little dialogue, but uh, it just driving home that, you know, he's kind of depressed after everything that happened. Um, yeah. But I, thought it was yeah. A, oh, I was gonna say, I thought that that was a very realistic depiction of depression in a superhero story. Like a yeah, lot of times you don't see that very often um, in, in comics because you, you, you have to kind of have these characters to, to kind of like idolize or look up to in a sense. And you don't always see that that kind of emotion come out in comic books. Yeah, like um, going along with that, usually if a character has lost someone, they start to kind of break down and they get aggressive and they, they're angry a lot of the time in comics, right? Because that leads to just more action. But yeah. but him just like sleeping and just like looking at things on his phone, I feel like that is so much more realistic. Yeah, and also they, they, they showed him watching a news report of, uh, of Brion uh, and Markovia and then they mentioned his girlfriend Perdita. Uh, which it seems like he's not talking to. So it's like really, really a very realistic depression, uh, um, depiction of depression. I mean, he's just avoiding all contact of, of any kind, you know, and he's constantly surrounded by his, um, you know, mistakes and, um, you know, insecurities. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I like those little asides. I like that, that, you know, that's kind of a bridge to the previous story arc that they're not just like totally removed from each other. Um I'm just trying to think what else I liked. I, I like that we got more of Orphan and we got to see like who she was under the mask too. Yeah, they, I think we said in the, uh, in either last it must have been last week's episode that they never actually confirmed that it was you know Cassandra Kane, but it is it is Cassandra and you know it's it is Sheba's daughter and and all that. Yeah, and and it's interesting too. I mean, if one thing I should point out too is that Shiva Lady Shiva is actually one of my favorite DC villains. She's in my top ten. And so it was really great to see her. Lady Shiva is one of those characters that when DC rebooted itself and they had new characters or new versions of characters for the new 52, I felt like they really messed up her design and like her personality. 
But like in that Gail Simone Birds of Prey run, oh my gosh, yeah, she was so, she was good. so good, yeah, yeah. Um, but what was interesting about that too was that th when they said Cassandra's last name, they said Shiva's last name. They didn't say Kane at all, correct? Like her dad, right? Yeah. Um, I I don't know even who who the dad really was. It was like David Kane, but I, I don't know what his if he had any kind of major role in anything else. Um, so it, it's it's not necessarily a loss to me. Um, yeah. I, and they've had plenty of single parents raising kids in this show. I mean, uh, so it's not, you know, unheard of. Yeah, right. That's a good point. But in, I think in the, the actually in the comics, though, I think I think the dad was some, was one of the ones that did some of those things, like like this the 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 vocal cord thing and the you know reading body language uh, focus. I think that was more his doing than Shiva. Uh, but they're implying that Shiva did all of it. So I'm assuming he will, uh, just David Kane will not be in the picture here. Yeah, right. I, I agree with you. I don't think he's going to be around. In the comics, you are right. It's that he was the one that kind of molded her to be that way. Yeah. And um, he, in the comics, before the New 52, there was a time when Bruce Wayne was framed for murder, and he was behind that murder. He worked with Bruce Wayne and kind of trained him, too. He was one of the guys that, like, trained him. And then um, in the New 52 version, we didn't see him for a long time, but then, like, there was a comic called Batman and Robin Eternal. And they showed that like there was a group that would essentially try to make like Robins for Batman. And they would make them these like crazy trained assassins. And he was part of that group. And I think his name, I think he was called Orphan first before Cassandra Kane became Orphan. Was Batman and Robin Eternal the weekly one? I think so. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. There was Batman Eternal, and then eventually there was Batman and Robin Eternal. Yeah. Too. Okay. At least yeah. Batman Eternal was the weekly one. I remember when they had, they had that little experiment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to like those. I used to like weekly comics, like even like the New Fifty Two. That's like the first one. I thought that was so good. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the, the real shining thing for me with the, with those uh, the the weekly comics was um, Injustice, the Tom Taylor Injustice books. They were so good. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were released like online, right? Like in little installments. Um, they might have been, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were digital only, I believe. So yeah, like, yeah. like I remember, like every week I was spending ninety nine cents on in buying a new ep uh, episode uh, issue, um, and I, and it was like you know, that was when my comic addiction was like super high, and I spent like forty fifty bucks a week or something like that. But uh, it was nice to have a dollar comic book, and it, it was short because they were only like a you know a third or a fourth of a regular comic. Um, but but it was so good. Yeah. Uh, dude, I, I totally understand that comic addiction. I, I was like you, man. I think it was like 40 bucks a week on comics. So essentially, what does that mean? It's like, you know. Oh, no, no, no. Let's not do math and figure out the year because I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I don't have those books anymore. They're, they're gone. So I don't want to know how much money I've lost. Oof. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they take up a big portion of my garage, and I know I've spent even more than that with Comixology and stuff too. Uh, just thousands and thousands of dollars on comics, but like this kind of show pays off for guys like us that have invested so much because they just like, but like we've been saying, they don't hold back at all. It's just like you have to know the comics, you have to know this show, and we're just going. We're not stopping to explain things for you. Yep. Breaking so. I'm trying to remember where it left off. Oh, so essentially, um, Lady Shiva kidnaps um, Orphan, 
Yep. Cassandra Kane. And then she's she's with that team. She has Black Spider. She has uh, Rictus. But then Shade shows up, too. Yep. Yeah. Did you ever read the Starman comic by James Robinson? I have not. Okay. That's, like, fantastic. It's really, really good. And, and Shade is, like, a really big part of that. I don't think it's going to matter in Young Justice, but it was, like, really cool to see him just, like, pop up like that. Yeah, we, we've seen him before in this show, though, haven't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of characters like that that kind of mess around with Shades and Shadow and shit. And, and yeah. yeah, they've shown him and other guys, too. So, I think, yeah, it just kind of left off with them having to go track her down. They were going to go to... I think they were going to go to that island, right? Infinity yeah, they're going to go to that, the island. It's something with the P. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head now. Um, but yeah, they essentially they want they want Cassandra Savage brought back to the, the island there, and they'll, they'll exchange her for uh, for Orphan. Uh, and, okay. and Cassandra's going willingly, um, but it, it seems that at, at this moment in time, they're they're choosing to trust both of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, and because nobody really knows what's what's going on here, and I, I still have no inkling in which one is telling the truth or not. Yeah. Um, whether it's one or the other, both or neither, uh, no clue whatsoever. The the only thing that uh that, that I, I don't think they followed up on this, but in the flashback they made a point to show that um, Artemis, uh, I'm sorry, Tigris and Cheshire had a code word called uh, mm-hmm. Hatters, and at the end of the episode she says that, and I don't think they follow up on that, but I'm I'm wondering. Um, how that's going to come into play because but she basically says hey we got to talk you know without anybody here and i don't think they did that yet i'm, I'm curious to see where that goes yeah you're right I, I did pick up on that too because of course they're making all those references there's tale of two cities in the last episode this next one was alice through the looking glass yep. and of course there's the mad hatter reference um yeah that was that code that was when artemis gave her the food for, that she took from Sportsmaster. Uh, so they're probably going to show up in the beginning of next episode, like on that rooftop, I think. Maybe, yeah. Because yeah. they, they basically cut right to them in the ship flying to the to the island, so. Oh, okay, okay. Do, do you um do you know the title of the next episode or no? Uh, that, that's a great question. Let me just go look that up really quick while we're here. I, I just feel like it's probably going to be like it's part of a trilogy, and then the next one is going to be like another literary reference. The Lady too. or the Tigress. Okay. They, oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, and, and each episode so far, when they do the post-credit scene or the credit scene, um, it's like her reading an excerpt from a story. Yes. And, and like you saw, like the back of a creature, and it was like looking at Superboy's picture. Was that like a creature from like Cadmus? It must have been because I mean I, he kind of befriended them. Um, so uh, yeah, it must have been. Yeah, I, I didn't. I couldn't pick out who if they had really made a actual character out of it or not. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm digging this show. I, this show is going to take us all the way up to uh, New Year's, right before the break. Yeah, yeah. It goes to like the 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 the, uh, the last Thursday in the year, and then we get a break until uh, the spring. Nice. Okay. Uh, it's, it's literally the 30th of December. <laughs> so nice. Okay. Okay. I'm down for that. So um, I guess like, unless, do you have anything else you want to say about Young Justice or? Um, yeah, I'm 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 curious. I mean, I'm guessing that this story will play out in, uh, over another two, maybe three episodes, and then we, we, I'm assuming we're gonna get some kind of story with like Nightwing and Zatanna and maybe Rocket because 
Um, it, that's the way they seem to be doing it. They seem to be splitting it up into little smaller groups. Uh, and, and then there, and I don't know if maybe the area will more so come together um, in the end. Who knows? Yeah. It, if they do have Zatanna doing a uh, like a three uh, like an episode arc or whatever, then um, I think that's what's going to have Claire on the Witch Boy. I remember seeing him in the uh, the trailer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It looks like I'm actually they, they do have episode titles for all these most of these episodes. Uh, it it look, does look like episode nine will have Zatanna. Um, the yeah, the, the episode name is. Uh, Nomad is sir, which backwards is Rise Rise Demon. So I'm oh, pretty sure that's, nice. that's gonna be Satana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice man, nice. Um, my my daughter Clementine, who's five years old, she really likes Clarion the Witch Boy a lot. Okay, interesting. That's kind of random, right? It's it's because um he has that cat Tickle. Okay. And she saw him in a Young Justice episode one time. And there's this one part where he's stuck in the Tower of Fate, you know, Dr. Fate's tower, and he yeah. keeps trying to get out of it. And he keeps asking Tico, are we in the tower? And Tico just goes, Pear! and he goes, dang it. And it, it, that's like the whole end credits. Is yes, I remember that, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, you know, I'll say that sometimes, and Clementine will go, meow. And, and so <laughs> she has that connection. She just, she likes sometimes picturing that she is Tico. Sometimes she likes to picture that she has Tico. <laughs> nice. It's cute. Yeah, man. So let's dive into what everyone is talking about then. Spider-Man, no way home. So the so, thing I want to uh, say about this trailer is that um, it, it does it did seem to break the trailer records for uh, Endgame. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, w w which was kind of people expected. Um, which is interesting. I don't know the exact number it got, uh, but it, it just reading that fact, it, you know, you know, it's high. You know, um, okay. in terms of speed and quantity you know yeah i, I think that because I, I couldn't watch it immediately I, I had to go help my kids and they were getting ready for bed or something i was like maybe 10 minutes after it debuted i like pulled it up and it had like four million views you know yeah crazy uh, i felt so bad uh, brandon fell asleep like seconds before it's it came on we uh, thought it was gonna be eight o'clock and then it, they pushed it to 8 30 and he uh, fell asleep at like 8 25 or 8 26 something like that and i'm like Oh, I was like, do I wake him up? No, and I didn't. No, you, you, you watched it in the morning and loved it. He loved it? Yeah. What what was his takeaway from it? Um I there was no he didn't really make mention any details. He was just you can tell by the the excited look on his face that I don't really see him get as much with superhero stuff as lately. It's yeah. more other stuff. Um so it was it was nice to see that again. Uh, because okay. uh, of course I, I have to remind everybody that I'm stupid and I named my son my, my son's middle name is Parker after Peter Parker. So um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm glad that you got into it, man. I know like he was getting more into like video games and stuff recently. Um, I I didn't want to show it to Pepper. I didn't show it to any of my kids because you know it's sort of a spoiler for stuff that's happened in the MCU. And um, I. I was thinking that if I wanted to show Pepper all the MCU movies that she hasn't seen, it would almost be like I would have to show her one movie per day between now and when that movie came out. And you know what I'm saying? Isn't that crazy? Because yeah. there's like 26 Marvel movies, right? Yeah. And, and she's seen, I think Pepper's seen like maybe six or seven. I, and I know that we have more than 20 days left, but it's just kind of crazy that like 
you could almost watch one per day and it would get you to that movie. Yeah, it's it's pretty insane. And um, Brandon has not seen all of them. He's seen a, a decent amount. And I mean, the first Spider-Man, he's probably seen about 20 times. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really, he's watched all the Spider-Mans multiple times. Maybe the only one that he didn't watch that many times was Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. But every other one, he's watched at least like five times. Oh, well, I mean, this must have been a real treat for him because this is just like Easter egg central in this trailer, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, the, the elephant in the room is that, you know, people think that the Spider-Men were taken out of the trailer itself, right? Yes. Um, yeah, there, there, a lot of people were floating around a, uh, a, a, a GIF capture of, uh, of a scene with Electro, uh, Lizard, and Sandman. And, you know, some, something's clearly punching the Lizard. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, uh, well, you didn't show me, but I mean, you kind of showed me. Right. I, I think that was from a Brazilian trailer, if I heard correctly. And there's, yeah, it's a lizard going like this, like, ah, and then he's like this. Yeah. You know? Yes. Just completely spun around. So um, I, 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 I don't know. I honestly, I think that I had so much excitement about this trailer prior to seeing it. And then seeing it, I was like, oh, it, it might not end up being what I want it to be. But it's almost like unfair what I want it to be. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I, I feel the exact same way. And I, I, when I shared with some friends, I said, um, this trailer is awesome. It's not exactly what I was expecting or wanted, but it's still really a really great trailer. Yeah, yeah. I, I think to me it's like, what is the arc of this trilogy? Like, what are we trying to do with Peter Parker? Is there an arc? You know, is it like really just because of like Sony and Marvel and like the way the MCU has gone, that sort of dictated Peter Parker's story? Or is it like this character arc for him? And I feel like there's a transition between Homecoming and Far From Home. But then I feel like it gets really weird with this one, right? Yeah, they're throwing they're throwing quite a bit at you. I mean, the the first one is really about him, uh, just kind of entering the superhero world or whatever, or trying to find his place in it. Uh, and then by the second one, he he kind of has sort of found a place, but he's kind of lost his his mentor. He, so he's a little lost through that movie, and he kind of finds his footing at the end. And then in, in at the very end of it, um, you know, his, his identity is revealed, and he's just kind of put into this. Um, you know, it's predicament that, you know, how do you handle that? And uh, I, I think the the opening line of this trailer where he says, uh, you know, there was only one week um, since, I've been, since I've been bit by the spider. There's only been one week that I felt something anything has felt normal. And that's after I told you, I mean, speaking to MJ. And that, that right. kind of characterizes a lot of the, uh, this, the arc for me is that um, he's... He, you know, he's growing up and maturing as a, a person, a superhero, and um, it's and just how insane that everything normally is with this, mm-hmm. this kind of lifestyle. Yeah. I'm thinking like yeah. a lifestyle, like, like it's a real thing, you know? <laughs> no, 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 superhero, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Um, I, I've never really been like super impressed with this version of MJ. I mean, even like the, uh, Kirsten Dunst version of MJ, I wasn't like super impressed with, but I felt like her purpose was fully served in those movies, you know, where like 
you could tell like he loves her and, and he would be like crushed if he lost her and he does so many things for her in this it, like i don't know i i I see that he likes MJ and he's into her, but it just doesn't feel like that kind of connection. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it feels like an Allison crush almost, you know, rather than a, a real love story, I suppose. Which is funny because aren't they like dating in real life? Yeah, yeah. And, and they have that shot, like the very last shot of the trailer is when she like falls off this scaffolding and he's reaching for her. And it's very reminiscent of Amazing Spider-Man 2 right, where he's trying to get Gwen. But yeah, like, and even... There's a lot of people that are speculating that that's like a redemption for Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Uh, that, that's actually his hand there. Oh, okay. That's, um, that's cool. I, I was trying to look at the glove because the glove's a little more blue on the inside, um, which is not normally a characteristic. I mean, you don't really see the inside of his hands very often. So, um, yeah. But I, I think it goes more along with the Andrew Garfield costume, maybe, but I'm not, I'm not totally sure. Yeah, I, I have heard speculation like that, that like maybe he shows up and saves her. What what I definitely don't want is I don't want the other two Spider-Men to just show up at like the last 10 minutes and it's like, oh, we're here. And then that's it. And then they go away. Like, I don't want like little brief cameos. I want a little bit of that into the Spider-Verse kind of interaction. Totally agreed. Um, before I was talking to um, Kristen about this, and you know, I I, I mentioned it like there's, there's there's like a whole timeline of uh, of how often Andrew Garfield is denied being in this movie, right? Um, right. And and you know, she brought up the point. It's like you know, what if it's what if it is there? These he wasn't actually in the movie, and it's just his voice or something. You know, it's all CG crap because it's just it, they show up at the end, and you know, they're implying that he's there, but he's not actually there. Yeah. I'm like, I, I guess, maybe, yeah. I don't know. That's kind of like a weird way of getting around it, and I think I'd be disappointed. Um, yeah. I don't think that um, – I, I mean, that and that conversation started based on uh, talking about how much they could be in the movie and then, you know, about, about giving away too much in a trailer because that's something that I feel a lot of movies do. Um, yeah. But I, I guess in, in this particular instance – it, it it felt like they could have gotten away with it because everybody it's like the worst if it's real it's the worst kept secret ever if it's yes. fake it's gonna be like a huge disappointment i think yes um because it like the, the hype for this is real it, it's just real <laughs> yeah well uh, how about this how about as our our last kind of thing that we do how about we try to go through what we think is going to happen in the movie like beats not like an extended thing but basically, like, how you think this is going to go. And you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll take a crack at it. Go ahead. I'm ready. All right. So um, so Peter's identity is revealed. He goes to Doctor Strange to uh, cast the spell to help people forget. Um, things get messed up. Other villains start appearing. We know that we that's all pretty much fact that we know. Right. Um, there, there's a line in the trailer about that uh, Doctor Strange is implying that all these villains uh, are fated to die battling Spider-Man. And I think that doesn't sit well with Peter. Um, I think that he's like, I, I don't want to kill anybody. I don't want anybody to die. Like, I I'm, I'm tired of people dying. Um, and I think he wants to save them in some manner. So I think he wants to either redeem, not, probably not redeem them, but at least send them back to where they came from. Um, to just and Because he doesn't want to kill any, anybody. Um, I'm not exactly sure... 
because if uh, we, we talked about this in the last the last time we talked about Spider-Man in general, um, they only show five villains. Um, so th there's there's uh, Norman Osborn, Spider-Man One, Green Goblin, Doc Ock from the Tobey Maguire ones as well, Sandman yeah. from the Tobey Maguire movies, uh, and then they have Lizard and Electro from the Andrew Garfield movies. But there isn't any representation for um, for this Spider-Man. Right. So I mean, it it could be Vulture, it could be Mysterio, or it could be something totally separate. Well, I'm, I'm not right. really sure. Um, but it, I'm I'm real interested as to why they haven't shown all six. I mean, there's no way they're just going to have five with with all the you know all the the pretense. I mean, the, the Sinister Six is is a thing. You know, there's no way they're not going to have six of them. Right. I do that, that that might even be a bigger letdown than not having <laughs> um you know Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield. But um beyond that I I don't know but my 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 idea is that uh Peter's not the, the easy route is to have these villains get killed and they get sent and then that saves the the multiverse or whatever. Um but he doesn't want to do that and it becomes a lot harder because of that and I think that's going to be the struggle is going to be. Okay. Okay. I agree with most of that. And you are right about it. It would be a huge disappointment if they didn't have the Sinister Six. Like, how lame would it be if this was all just for Sony to make a Sinister Six movie? And so in this movie, like, the goblin's flying around and he's like, we're the fearsome five. And then, like, <laughs> when they get defeated, he's like, oh, if only there was a sixth member. And that's, like, the post credit scene. <laughs> and, yeah, and then there's a logo for the Sinister Six movie that they've been teasing forever. Right. Um, the Sinister that's, Six that's will return. You reminded me too that there's there's actually a very quick flash of a second Green Goblin. Right. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's possible it's it's an unmasked Norman Osborn, but it, it the costume looks a lot more like, um, I would say Dave Franco's costume from the the Rain James movie. Franco's. Yeah, but I mean, there's no way it's gonna be James Franco. Um, did I say Dave Franco? James Franco. He did, and I kind of corrected it. It's all good. Um. Uh. But there's no way that they're gonna use James Franco with with because all his stuff um so and but it also looked like the hair was a little longer it almost kind of looks like ned's hair so i wonder if that's like a um some people have speculated if that's like an alternate universe ned leads hobgoblin hmm um i, I mean I, I think that would uh kind of you know mess up or be difficult for peter to deal with and that's the other yeah. thing too is that are these versions of these villains the exact versions from these movies? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it looks like Doc Ock looks exactly the same, and and uh, I'm obviously Willem Dafoe and all that, but Electro's a little different looking. I mean, he's not blue anymore. He's yellow. Right. Um, he looks like he's wearing more of a suit rather than being pure energy like he was in The Amazing Spider-Man. And I even saw the little star thing very briefly, too, which I was very happy about. Um, you know. So and then... Uh, yeah, I mean, Sandman, we only see is a big cloud of dust, so we really can't say. Right. Uh, but Luther was pretty spot on, too. So are these the same exact versions? Or are they possibly like variants from other multiverses or something? Yeah. Well, so so there's one thing that I keep noticing, and I'm like, am I just a wacko and I think this means something and it's nothing? And there's a, a shot with uh, Dr. Octopus where he's looking at one of his tentacles and it's like red. And it, it kind of reminds me of Iron Man's armor a little bit. And so I was wondering if, like, 
if the villains are in the MCU universe for a prolonged period of time, do they start to change so that they kind of fit the MCU, right? And I mean, that's probably nothing. It's probably really stupid for me to even think that. But I was like, why is his arm red? Like the whole arm was red. Yeah, there was. I I think there were some red lights on the original tentacles. Right um, in the mouth part. Yeah, uh, but yeah. yeah, there was definitely some more red on these. Um, I mean, it's possible it's just a stylistic change. It's probably that. Um, but I, I I see where you're going with it, and I, I I wouldn't be. I, I'm not convinced that these are the exact versions. Yeah, these. that's kind of the way that I feel too. It's like that's not the Tobey Maguire Doctor Octopus, right? But um, to go along with what you were saying, one thing that's a continuation of the last story, and we haven't really seen it in the trailers, we've seen that he, that Peter has this grief because his identity has been revealed, but maybe because he didn't kill the Vulture in the first movie, and so maybe Mysterio is like his first kill, and so maybe he has a lot of remorse about that, and maybe they play it up more in the movie, and so... Yeah. When it, when it comes time to like send these villains back, that's a main focus for him. Is like, oh, I, I can't let them die like I let Mysterio die. Or, and, or now you mentioned Mysterio too. I mean, I, I can't not bring up the general idea that this is all still Mysterio and none oh of this is actually God. happening. Oh my. Everything, everything is still an illusion for some reason. I don't oh my. know what the motivation there would be. Because clearly his motivation was getting that um, those glasses and that that defense system from from Peter. I yeah. don't know why he would still be doing this. Yeah. Like, what was the re what would be the reasoning for him to? I mean, other than revenge, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it would be it would kind of be a stretch because that that's like a lot, a lot to to do. Yeah, I think that, like, if somehow they were like, it's been Mysterio this whole time, I think that, like, fans would, like, vomit and have diarrhea at, like, the same time. Like, there would be such a strong reaction, like, ah! like what is going on? It, like, because, I mean... I'd hate to clean up that theater. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's just, like, it, it'd be too much. But I think that with Mysterio, you, you could have this, like, kind of redemption for Peter where maybe when they do finally fix the whole time problem, the, the multiverse problem, he's around somehow and they do fix his identity issue where um, essentially they go back to where uh, Mysterio doesn't die and then he isn't able to reveal Peter's identity. So it's so like... You're talking like time travel sort of? Maybe. My, my whole theory for the movie is that this is the way that they're going to take the Tom Holland Spider-Man out of the MCU completely. Or, or and, and so I think that like he's gonna go to a different timeline where like maybe a Spider-Man didn't exist or something, or a Spider-Man is dead. And that timeline is gonna have all of these villains in it so that you can use all these Spider-Man villains and they're all alive. Um, but then his identity is secret. That's kind of what I think is gonna happen. Yeah, uh, one of the things that I think asked that too is I read an article uh, earlier today that where they said that Tom Holland um, intervened sort of in one of the ending scenes and said like, no, I don't want to do this. I don't like how this ends. And then they they kind of he discussed it with um, John Watts, and then they went to the writers and they got a scene like, rewritten for the part of the ending. So um, 
maybe. I, I mean, that's really the the big question: is is does is this the last MCU Spider-Man or not? And um, and will Tom be back in any capacity? Um, he's yeah. made comments about you know mentoring the next actor playing Spider-Man. He's also made comments that maybe I'll do another three, or maybe I won't <laughs> do anything. So we really have no idea what could happen. And I think if we even knew that, uh, it, it would help kind of zone in on what's going to happen in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think that one of the post-credit scenes is going to have Venom in it. What do you, what do you think? Um, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, hell, maybe Venom was punching Lizard, for all we know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. That'd be so stupid. <laughs> Just because that version of Venom is so dumb, you know? Yeah, no, he'll put on the, he'll take, he'll assume the spider symbol on his chest and he'll start punching lizards. And saying, oh, no. God, God, no, no. Um, I wonder this, would the fans like that more than seeing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield? No. Okay, okay. Because, um, I mean, I, some people... I, they, they build, someone, the director, John Watts, said that this is Spider-Man Endgame. So like, oh, like to okay, me, okay, okay. To me, when you say something like that, it has to mean that something like absolutely insane is going to happen. Yeah. Um, yes, there was uh, some decent fanfare reaction when you saw Doctor Octopus and when you saw Green Goblin and all that, but I mean, the, it, I don't quite feel that that lands with uh, Endgame proportions. Yeah, having yeah. the two other Spider Men in the same movie would feel like endgame proportions to me. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I really pray that it's not like they just show up in the last five minutes and then there's a battle and that's it. And oh, uh, here's a question. What the hell are they fighting on? That thing with the, it looks like the Statue of Liberty underneath the scaffold, right? Uh, Yeah. Uh, I think you're right. Yes. But then it looks like it has like Captain America's shield, right? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, it looks like there's this big round disc, and it looks like it's the Statue of Liberty because it's like out in the water, and it's like the height of the Statue of Liberty. I'm like, is this like an alternate Earth thing? Is this like some kind of other like what is this? Hmm. And um, they, I mean, they're all fighting on it. I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going to go on. For for my take on it, I think that what's going to happen is that Peter's going to go to Doctor Strange like very early on, and he's going to have him do the spell. And then um, it's uh, sometimes it's actually going to pass before any kind of chaos happens. And Peter's all happy. Maybe we have like a little montage of him, like with MJ or whatever. Because um, that conversation that he has with MJ, where he's like, you know, my life is. Oh, my, my Alexa's going off. Sorry. Let me oh, okay. No, it's okay. All right. Um, the, you know, that conversation where he's like, there was this one time in my life where things were normal. Like, that's going to be before the spell, obviously, right? And so I think he's going to have like a little montage, kind of like Tobey Maguire having that montage when he has the black suit. Um, and then you're going to have like one villain show up, or maybe it'll be that Dr. Octopus and then Green Goblin scene, right? Um, and then he's going to go talk to Dr. Strange, and they're going to talk about this box, whatever the hell this box is, this MacGuffin box. And I know that Mr. Sunday kind of speculated that it'd be like a TARDIS where it's like bigger on the inside 
and you just capture the villains and put them in it. I, I think that's ghost probably what's going to happen. Ghosts. I mean, Dr. Octopus says you're fighting ghosts. Yeah. So, so oh, 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 it's like Ghostbusters. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, it, there has to be some kind of significance of why it's like villains that have fought Spider-Man and died, which not even all of them have died, right? Like the lizard didn't die. In uh, That's the, the uh, no, the lizard did die. Sandman's the only one that didn't die. You, you sure the lizard didn't? I, I'm the pretty lizard, sure the lizard, the lizard definitely died in Amazing Spider-Man. Oh man, I'm pretty. You want to bet money? Let, let's do it. Because <laughs> I'm pretty I mean, sure that's a post. I mean, if I, I'm so confident that I'm right that I, I wouldn't even take your money at it. But like, I, I'm very certain that Lizard died at the end of Amazing Spider-Man. Okay, okay. Um, okay, okay. I, I'm so excited about getting a, a YouTube clip after this and sending it to you, but, but whatever. So they have the box and they go and, um, he's able to capture them all, but then he goes to escape from Dr. Strange because Dr. Strange wants to essentially put him back in to their destined, uh, fate to die. Um, and I think that he's spurned on mainly because of Mysterio. I just, yeah, I don't know. Like when Doctor Strange is saying, "I they're all coming through. I can't stop them." What What do you think that is? Um, I think that uh, when I said before that um, Peter doesn't want to kill anybody and he wants to somehow save them, quote unquote. Um, I think that that's a, like the the harder path, and I think there's some kind of reality merging or reality breakdown because he won't kill them and send them back or whatever he has to do. I see. I don't know why the hell I didn't think of that. It's like the realities are like literally merging the longer these people are in there. Yeah. Okay. 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 That would totally also kind of, uh, kind of like exactly like Spider-Verse. Yeah. 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 It is like, yeah, exactly. Good point. Good point. Uh, yeah. And Spider-Verse is so good to have all the alternate Spider-Man interacting. It'd just be a real shame if we don't have those Spider-Man interacting in this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I think we kind of picked it apart as much as we can. Do you have anything else for that one? Um, uh, shit, I guess I'm wrong about the lizard. Because <laughs> he's in jail. He's in jail and he's he only got his jail? one arm. Yeah, he's in jail. The guy that dies is Gwen Stacy's dad. Ah, oh, shit. That's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, because you see, um, what is it? The, the Is it the employee who's... The, was it the jackal or the owl or something uh, talking to him? There's some right. person. That continuity is all fucked up. It's like Shit. it could be Norman Osborn. Okay, so he didn't die. Okay. So we yeah. know Dr. Octopus died. We know Norman died, at least. Yeah. Um, Electro? Did Electro die? Dude, I didn't even watch Amazing Spider-Man all the way through. Yes, he was disintegrated, it says. Okay. okay so I, mean, I mean, Amazing Spider-Man 2. I know I mean, Sandman literally just walked away. Like, like nothing. He didn't even get locked up. He just walked away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just kind of pumps some sand. And goes, yeah, yeah. That was so good. That that sequence where he first becomes Sandman, where he's like learning to walk again and stuff. That's so good. Yeah, I, I think he's did a great job. I mean, it it it's it feels like his story was almost unnecessary in that movie, but right. I think it was a good story. It just didn't fit in the movie. Right, right. I agree. I agree. Do you think that we're going to see an actual physical Thomas Hayden church, or is it just going to be sand? I'm uh, full of I think, sand. I think it's going to be full of sand. Um, yeah. <laughs> they, they can't. They can't. 
pay all these people. They just can't. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, the only other thing I wanted to comment on was a tweet you retweeted about the making fun of uh, Otto Octavius's name. Yeah. Um, and when and you know someone tweeted that you you retweeted, you literally met a talking raccoon named Rocket Raccoon. Right, how right. Worst, how is this funny after that? Right, 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 right. Yeah. He said that was an excellent point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Um, but and, and that's been like a running theme in all the Spider-Man movies, right? Because it's like uh, when he meets, oh no, no, in the Avengers movies, right? He meets Doctor Strange, and he says, "Right, we're, he's, oh, we're using real names, right? <laughs> oh, we use our superhero, superhero names or our fake names, right? Right? Yeah, yeah." yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man, and it would be a shame if he was, like, taken completely out of the MCU. Um, but I, I kind of wouldn't mind if this did kind of kickstart the Sony Spider-Man universe and, like, kind of make it tighter, you know? Yeah, they, they need that. They need the cohesive glue that is Spider-Man to make that work. Um, it, right. It, it simply will not work without Spider-Man in it. Um, right. It, it, like... I don't want a Batman show without Batman. I don't want a Spider-Man universe without Spider-Man. Right. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to leave the MCU either. Because I like <laughs> Spider-Man being part of the larger world. So I don't know what the solution is here, but somebody figure it out and make it work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the cool thing is, is that what well, we have less than one month and we're finally going to see it. Yep. So I'm pretty excited. Cool, man. So it uh, looks like we have more Young Justice next week. And then is there any kind of thing to talk about besides that next week? This, this um, like every freaking week. We are, we, we're going to get Hawkeye next week, but I, I don't think it's before. I, I think it's might actually be Thanksgiving or the day after Thanksgiving. So I don't think it's right. going to be the day we record. So Okay. Okay. Oh, shit. Wow. Next week's Thanksgiving, too. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That this is crazy. Flying. Yeah, dude. Tell me about it. So, um, you know, guys, we are thankful for you, the people that consistently watch this show, the people that consistently listen to the podcast. If you guys have not liked and subscribed, please do so. We love when you guys are part of the conversation, too. So make sure you join us. And uh, we're going to keep doing Young Justice. And, of course, we're going to talk about Hawkeye when that comes out, too. All right. We'll see you guys next week.